0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Senior Smarts here on Classic Hits K-Wayne 106 brought to you by St. Crispin Living Community in Red Wayne with our full continuum of care including our renowned short-term rehab services. Jack Quabble with you. Joining me is our show co-host Debbie Bradley and our superb guest is lined up once again. Debbie, take it away. I'm looking forward to another set of shows here.
1: Absolutely, me too. So I'm so excited, we have Dr. Eric Trias, he's here to help with show number nine in the series of The Five Pillars. At 39 years as a practicing physician, Dr. Eric is reputable, and everything he says is backed up by research. He's newly retired, he's a former clinic physician manager and also former professor of family practice. He's here free of charge, wanting to help as many people as possible. The five pillars nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress management, and relationships are the foundations to being healthy. They're cheap, they're effective, but you have to do the work. These shows can be listened to again and again on the K Wing Senior Smarts podcast. And with that, welcome back, Dr. Trias.
0: Thank you. Thank Good you. To be here.
1: Thank you. So today we're shifting our gears. We talked a lot about nutrition and we'll finish that up later but we really wanted to insert one of the other five pillars right now that's really pressing. So would you would you tell us about what that subject is going to be?
0: Sure and I, I think in in former conversations you had mentioned something to do with sleep and how that affects things. So I thought maybe we'd branch off and do a couple episodes on sleep because it's it's quite as I would prepared for this and got my notes and and did all my readings. It really came together as such an important thing that we we really should take note of. Um, And a lot of things like nutrition and stuff, that makes sense. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll put sleep off. We're busy. We do different things. So we don't think that's a priority. But I hope after these two episodes, you're going to find that it is a priority.
1: So then how does anybody know, first of all, if they even have sleep deficit, if it's a problem for them?
0: Sure. Well, first of all, why is sleep important? Sleep is where the body repairs itself from injuries from the previous day. Um, and it's also where you take yesterday's or the day before's experiences and incorporate that into memories. And so as we go forward, uh, we'll describe why there's issues with that and, and what happens. Um, so the, 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 you know, your, I think your question is, how do you know you've got a sleep problem or a yeah. sleep deficit? Um, you may you may get a full eight hours of sleep, but it may not be quality sleep. So how do you know it's not good sleep? Well, if if you you need a nap before like noon and and you get up and you're you've had full eight hours, but you're maybe a little confused or your word finding difficulties or your problem with concentration. Those are the types of things that that may not necessarily be a problem of a disease or whatnot, but simply sleep deficit.
1: I also hear sometimes people talk about lack of sleep, like it's a, a badge or, or that they're a hero. Oh, I, I don't get sleep. I don't get sleep. Like, like we almost pride that in the United States and so it's really exciting for me to hear about this. So really, then, what is going to what is normal sleep?
0: Well, um, yeah, that's a great example, uh, great question. The um, the issues that are 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 deep within sleep deficit, however, that we really should pay attention to is number one, it's a it's a risk for sleep deprivation is a risk for heart disease, strokes, diabetes, obesity, depression. Um, in fact, we'll go through why each one of those gets affected by sleep in just a little bit. Uh, there was a study done on shift workers, you know, these guys that are gals that work one time they do evening and then the next week they're nighttime and they shift back and forth and really never get good sleep. They try to catch up on weekends, but that just throws their, their rhythms off. And so there was a study done it and it was found that there's four times the risk of heart disease and strokes, and eight times the risk of suicide. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if you were to buy a car and they said, oh, you got eight, eight times the chance of crashing, you wouldn't buy that car. No. But yet we go without sleep and don't think anything about, kind of like what you had just said. Sure. And another study was done that showed that when you took MRI scans of people that were chronically sleep-deprived, they look just like someone who had chronic depression. Hmm. So it really does, it changes our brain uh, over the long haul. You asked a question about what is normal sleep. So um, normal sleep is people falling asleep within 15 minutes. In fact, if you hit the pillow and you're asleep within a couple of minutes, that's indication that you've got sleep deprivation. That's not normal to sleep so fast. So anyway, for the first 15 minutes, you kind of slowly kind of drift. So the stage one is a kind of a drifting off. It's a... Uh, You're easily awakened by intrusive thoughts that might come in or maybe a noise or, you know, things that go bump in the night, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But then your brain kind of slowly shifts down a little bit. You go into stage two. Now, stage two, you're not as easily disrupted or interrupted by thoughts and, and noise and whatnot And you might be able to sleep a little bit more through discomfort, like if you're laying on a fold or your arms in an odd position. Eventually, of course, you will wake up, but you're not as easily uh, awoken. But this is the stage that sleep medications get you to, but you do not go further down into deeper sleep.
1: So do you mean if somebody knows that they're not sleeping well and they get a medication from a doctor, they're never going to go... Deeper than level two,
0: right. and so they say, "Oh, I got a good sleep because what are they comparing it to? They compared sure. it to not sleeping yeah. so then you take something and it's called call they call that hypnotic sleep. You just cut you're out, but you don't go anything any any deeper.
1: so what are some examples of sleep medication?
0: Well, really, anything that says it's a, a sleep medication over the counter um, like and some people use benadryl or uh, nighttime cough syrups that have. Um, antihistamines and anything that has an antihistamine in it is one of these things that causes this hypnotic sleep as well as anything that is prescribed for you uh, from a physician or from a practitioner they don't let you go deeper into sleep so they all get you to stage two so it's fine if you have once in a while and you need something to help sleep. That's okay, that's not gonna cause such problems. But if you need it on a nightly basis, you really need to listen to these two episodes. At the end of each, I'll give you some uh, tricks to to sleeping better. But the only thing that you should take is melatonin, uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But heading on, stage three and four is a deep sleep where something called growth hormone is emitted. Growth hormone is what repairs us. Each day we go through, we bump ourselves, we get injuries and different things, or we eat something bad and it causes inflammation. It's through stage three and four that we get emission of the growth hormone, which repairs us. But interestingly, so you're done with stage three and four, and then you go back to stage two, and then it shifts gears down into REM sleep. And REM sleep is where your experiences from the day before get encoded into memory, which is interesting, because then it goes back to stage two, then three and four, but each cycle is about a 90-minute cycle, with the first half of your night's sleep more so with the stage three and four, or the reparative sleep, and the last half in the REM sleep, which is the memory encoding and uh, and and deeper sleep uh, that we all need. So, um, so what this really means is that we have a rhythm. Okay, sleep deprivation is is talking about not getting sleep, but it's really part of a 24-hour something called a circadian rhythm, Um, and that's, so so sleep deprivation disrupts your 24-hour circadian rhythm, which is a, essentially, our own brains have a 24-hour clock that's correlating the day and night that controls sleep, awakening, eating, fasting, when to have intimate relations and such. So circadian rhythm is really what we're going to be talking about for the rest of this show.
1: Do you need eight hours then to get to your normal circadian rhythm?
0: Most people really do need uh, seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. Um, uh, so those who say, oh, I can get by with six or four fine for a while, but over the long haul that will cause problems. So, um, I think maybe the first thing I'll talk about is, is, uh, like what is the normal circadian rhythm? Essentially it's when different hormones are emitted. And so when, let's just talk about sleep. So when you fall asleep, melatonin is released. It's released in the evening. It peaks soon thereafter and then diminishes by morning. Um, why it's important is it's not just a sleep hormone, but it supports uh, immunity and it helps our mitochondria, which are energy producing cells, be more efficient. The next thing is cortisol. Cortisol, we need cortisol. It's released early in the morning. Peaks and then decreases by evening. It it is termed a stress hormone. However, and that if you have it too long, things just don't work so well. Um, it's uh, it's somewhat stimulating as well, so it keeps us awake. Uh, other hormones are called ghrelin and leptin. They are going ebb and flow, and they're responsible for eating and feeling full. Also, testosterone peaks in the morning and then diminishes through the day. Um, so, but the normal sleep pattern has uh has a release of 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 melatonin and the awakening cycle is release of of cortisol for the most part is what we need to kind of just concentrate on
1: so you've told us all about this medical stuff and the hormones and things but um what about the daytime in the 24-hour clock
0: sure yeah it's right it's a 24-hour uh, period so I'm just going to kind of describe what happens and why this became present. When we evolved, we woke up in the morning, the sky was blue. Well, that's blue light. And uh, as the day went on, it went towards sunset, and that became red light. So that's those lights actually stimulate things. Blue light inhibits melatonin because we want to go to sleep. So red light comes on, melatonin starts releasing, uh, and then, in the morning, blue light comes on, and you're as in the sky color, and your cortisol is released. So that's kind of why the twenty four hour rhythm even evolved.
1: So what can be done to reestablish then the normal circadian rhythm with the blue and the red red light?
0: Sure, and I think this is probably a good place to take your pen and pencil out because uh, I'm just going to kind of somewhat quickly go through this. Um, the first, first thing that we all should do to, to get a good night's sleep and a good circadian rhythm is the same sleep schedule. Go to bed at the si- same time, get up eight hours later the same time every morning, seven days a week. I know it's tough, but that's the ideal. Next one is to stop eating by 7 p.m. because otherwise there's things that happen such as continued insulin release, which inhibits melatonin release, so you don't sleep very well. Uh, Next one is stop caffeine after 2 in the afternoon because it actually lasts in your system longer. Another one is stopping alcohol about 3 hours before just because you're going to have to get up and use the restroom, and that means you're waking up and that's not good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next one is stop exercising 4 hours before bedtime. And again, get eight hours of sleep. There are supplements that help, vitamin C, vitamin D, omega-3. Magnesium is, a, is really one of them. 90% of us are, are magnesium deficient. And so even taking a bath in Epsom salts actually gives you magnesium. So that helps to calm us and reduces anxiety and helps muscle relaxation. Um, and then stopping blue lights. And we'll talk about blue lights uh, later on in, in uh, future programs. Um, and then the last one, use your bedroom as a sanctuary. Um, just having a TV in your bedroom reduces intimate relationships by 50%. So, uh, having, having that blue light on, whether it be a TV or your devices or anything actually stimulates cortisol still and keeps your melatonin from being produced. So you may think you've got an eight hour sleep, but because, You've inhibited melatonin. Really, only have six hours of a sleep. So, um, you, you, I know it's tough because people get used to TVs at bedtime, but it's it's just not a good thing.
1: So, your bedroom should really just be a place of quiet and tech-free. Yep. So you can do your reading there, connect with your partner. Um, and sleep and and it's a a resting place to be so you do those other things outside of you know the tech things outside of the bedroom and that's the place it's going to be quiet and it signals to your body and your brain who are one um, okay now now we're settling down here where
0: yeah it's time to sleep and then melatonin gets uh, secreted and starts the ball rolling for a good 24 hours uh, uh, circadian rhythm
1: Wonderful, well, this is really eye-opening stuff. So thank you so much, Dr. Eric. And um, this is the work people that you just heard about is, remember I say at the beginning, these things are great, they're efficient, they're effective, they're cheap, but you have to do the work. So remember you are not a hero if you're not getting eight hours of sleep. You need to look at that as a priority and schedule this for yourself and work on it because you need your body repaired for the next day because you're training for your future. And with that, St. Crispin Living Community is changing, aging in Red Wing.
0: All right, thank you much. Great show. That is Senior Smarts here on Classic Hits, K-Wing 106, brought to you by St. Crispin Living Community in Red Wing with our full continuum of care, including our renowned short-term rehab services. We'll see you again next Sunday with another edition of Senior Smarts.